What's up, everybody? I'm Sarah the Rebel. And I'm Misfits Tamara. And this is Women Wrestling Friends Podcast. This is a show all about women. And wrestling. And friendship. All the friendships and the wrestlings. Good, yes. This week we're talking TLC. And we also have a very special guest, pro wrestler and crazy cat lady, Heather Monroe. Yay! It's me. It's Heather. But first, if you're joining us for the first time... We are passing you the digital collection plate. We ask that you either give us five stars on iTunes or three dollars on co.fi.com. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did you want to say yes. it? I was going to say it's, it's Kofi. It's Kofi. Because mm-hmm. Kofi is money. Mm-hmm. Kofi and money, baby. Give them, give, let him win the Royal Rumble, you coward. Yeah, you coward. You fucking So anyway, coward. Kofi.com slash Sarah the Rebel. Um, this month, because it's also Christmas, you should leave a note saying it's for women wrestling friends so that I don't blow it all on candy canes or whatever the hell I buy. Rent? I don't sweet, know. Sweet, sweet nog. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even drink eggnog. I was like, does anyone actually drink eggnog? Our moms, I think. I, my mom does not no, like eggnog. She's not about that life. Yeah, I don't think my mom is either. No, it's a consistency issue. It's Yeah, like, it's very thick. I've I literally like, never had it. Oh. Uh, I've been I forced to have it once. Mm. It's thick. It's like... <laughs> drinking well, melted ice cream but not as enjoyable no. mm, yeah. you're really selling it yeah mm, exactly. <laughs> it's not our job it's an eggnog seller's yeah, job big eggnog that's, that's it's i think they just eggnog. they get by they do uh it's just nostalgia yeah. so heather thanks for coming on the show yeah, yeah no problem um for anyone who doesn't know about heather she is a pro wrestler funny enough we met because she was one of my trainers at yes. santino bros um, she helped figure out what was uh, terrifying me about a clothesline so that I could take clotheslines. <laughs> so I really appreciate her. Um, and just in general, um, I find to be very inspiring. So not to not to say all a bunch of compliments mm. to your face and shit. Tell me more. But <laughs> <laughs> um, so when did you first become a wrestling fan? Um, I was in the fifth grade. I met I had a group of guy friends that watched it. So I kind of fell into watching it, too. And so I was I watched a lot through like fifth and sixth grade and had like the pay-per-view parties in my basement Mm -hmm. Um, and we would wrestle on the trampoline and all that kind of stuff. And then I kind of, you know, fell off and on through high school and really got into like Japanese women's wrestling and shimmer in college. Yeah, we find that a lot of people have that period where they do drop off a little Mm -hmm. bit. So what was the one thing? That like, what was the moment that you saw a thing that were, you were like, yeah, I'm I'm back in. I literally okay, so I was obviously a huge fan of the Hardy Boys and Lita. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I literally turned Raw on randomly when Jeff Hardy returned, uh-huh. and I was like, literally the exact moment he returned on Raw or SmackDown or whatever, and I was like, oh my god, <laughs> and I like got those like, oh my god, oh my god, and Jeff Hardy, and so I like started watching again as like, you know teenage girl in love with Jeff Hardy. (laughs) Um, I also love how magical wrestling can be in that I find that a lot of the big moments that happened, I would have happened to tune in for Mm -hmm. like uh, Moolah's titties being out. (laughs) What are the odds that I would just randomly turn on on the episode where this moment happened, where they were like, let's show old lady boobs and talk about it for the next decades. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But here I was. So Jeff Hardy, just like old lady boobs. That's the connection. <laughs> same, same. Uh, same, same. So how did you feel about them returning again? I loved it. I thought it was such a cool moment. Um, I think that they miss out on pops like that now um, because every, not everything is so out there and online and yeah. you really can't hide it. And even though there was like talk about it, it was still like so exciting when they when they showed up magical moment so besides jeff hardy apparently who is your favorite wrestler lita good she was my girl good um you know a lot of people say lita i feel like even more than trish yeah when they when they name a female wrestler so mm-hmm. good job <laughs> yeah <laughs> she was different i was gonna say like is it is her uh sort of rebellious uh sort of image the thing that that i think so because i was a skater girl quote air quotes mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like I didn't actually skate but I really <laughs> thought I was uh so like her kind of wearing like the baggy pants and like doing she could always go with the boys too I think that that was like Trish always got beat up yes. but like Lita could actually do stuff to the guys and it she always 
looked really cool doing it. So I think, I think that, that was it. I think that's something that a lot of guys don't appreciate that women notice is we do notice when women don't get to do stuff. Yeah. And I've brought it up a few times. It's like, oh, well, there was there was China and Jackie and blah, blah, blah. It's like it didn't matter to me until they got to do something. When they got to win the Intercontinental Championship, mm-hmm. when, when they got to be in the Royal Rumble, uh, it happens with movies, too, all the yeah. time. Like, a great example is, I think we were just talking about Helsing the other day. Mm. Oh, no, today. Because, oh, guys, it's slight slight tangent here. Twilight has been declared by somebody as the worst movie of all time. Yeah, a, um, a garbage magazine somewhere. Yeah, somewhere. And people are talking. They're like, what? Are you serious? And my response to that is Hansel and Gretel, which if you've never seen it, they're literally diabetic from yeah. their time as children this is the jeremy renner one yes yes i didn't see it but oh my god it's well. please go watch it sometime just to suffer but then someone else brought up van helsing which has the perfect example of how a lot of women were treated during that time in wrestling in tv and mm-hmm. movies and video games is i am very badass okay well what do you do i do nothing and i have to be rescued constantly yeah. so you yeah. know that is a really good point about about trish and lita i didn't like lita because her thong was showing and when <laughs> lita came back this year she wore an outfit that looked a lot like her old trademark but, but fancy. I hated it. I loved it. I thought it was such a good callback to yeah. like what she used to do without because she couldn't do that now. Right. Like it'd be your mom. It'd be it. so tacky. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, but it was cool then. Yeah. Like oh, so cool. Hated it. Hated it. <laughs> your thong out, but fashion. But fashion. <laughs> I will say though. Uh, they had like a the fishnet thing on it really worked. The, the, that was her thing too. Yeah. She was like, wear the fishnet. Yeah, I like I like the top hat part. Of it. Hey, da, da. <laughs> <laughs> so when did you decide to become a wrestler yourself? Um, when did I start? I think it was 2014. I was kind of I was living in LA. I'd lived here for a couple of years, and I was trying to act, and I hated it i hated (laughs) auditioning yeah i just hated auditioning i hated the scene like the networking all of it and so i kind of um i started watching total divas Mm -hmm. obviously (laughs) and i was like oh yeah i remember how wrestling made me feel Mm -hmm. and i remember wanting so badly to be a wrestler when i was younger and my mom wouldn't let me and even when i was 18 or 16 i was emailing a school in iowa where I lived trying to, oh, can I do this? And it's like, my mom won't let me. So finally I like looked back and I was like, you know what? Why not? Like, I'll right. try this. I found Santino bros and um, I emailed them and asked if I could do a private training. And they were like, yeah, here's the thing. And then I just said, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to sign up, pay the whole money for the course, um, dipped into my savings to pay for it. And I went and started the, started it all. And, did a private training and almost passed out and mm-hmm. then did the class. It was great. Yes. I think my first private training, uh, it was with Sylvia and I threw up. Um, I had to stop cause they taught me everything in one day. And this oh. was after I had started like, and I got pretty well prepared to mm-hmm. train, but when you're there by yourself yeah, and you're running the ropes, doing the rolls, taking the bumps all in within like an hour and a half. Right. Yeah, yeah. So there's, there's no there's no breaks while the next person rolls. It's just you. Yeah, it was really rough. There's a cat now here Hi, with baby. us today. Hello. Um, so since then, since starting your training, um, you, she's getting love, and I'm being looked at as if like, well, oh, you have brought someone for me, and you will never get the love that you so crave. That's what I'm being I mean, looked at like. Cats. Yeah, cats. Yes. It's fine. I accept this as part of my life. I, I enjoy their judgmental behavior. It's true. Oh, oh. Okay. Anyway, you guys can't see the cat, so you can't even no. enjoy this part of the podcast. Yeah, orange just, like my baby. Don't you it, wish you could? We should do ASMR of us cooing at cats. Um, Heather, your cats are really cute. It's, I especially you. love Max. Can you tell people their names, first of all? Yeah, it's um, Max and Miss Elizabeth. Miss mm, Elizabeth. Yes. Yes. And Miss Elizabeth is a very dainty lady looking cat yeah not all girl cats really look like girl cats mm-hmm. but miss elizabeth you see her and you're like girl kitty well i think it helps that max is ginormous max, and <laughs> max is he's a over 20 pounds boy cat. holy he's moly huge. but he doesn't look like a fat like he does sure. not he doesn't look like garfield he looks like i will mess you up in this alleyway <laughs> he's the animated he, version of the bully that beats up yeah him. he definitely would have been like major dominant tom cat if mm. i didn't have him 
Yeah. He's more Heathcliff. <laughs> just about to, about to fuck shit up. Alley cat. Um, I like Max a lot and Max is very beautiful. That was our Thank tangent you. about the cat. Yes. Um, so now that, you know, you started in Santino Bros and you've wrestled on Impact, Ring of Honor, WWE. Like, do you have a favorite place that you or a favorite match or a place that you've wrestled? Um, in general, um, it's really hard to pick my favorite match because I think as I get more experience. I keep having matches that I like more and more. Um, one of my favorite matches ever though was against Darwin, Darwin Finch at Santino bros, because it was the first time I really felt confident in my character and, um, in the actual match and Darwin's so easy to wrestle and he's so supportive too. So it's, he was just a good person to have that match with, but even Tyler Bateman, I just had a match with him at bar that was like recent. And I love that match. And I love it and hate it. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that he lost, but I love the match. <laughs> you don't hate that he was a sexist asshole. Oh, it? I loved that. I was I was the one. You can hear my voice in videos going, that's how you hit a woman. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so it's I, I really liked my match with Brandy uh, in ROH. Brandy Rhodes. Brandy Rhodes, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I so it's just like I, I keep getting better. So I keep enjoying my matches more, I think. And I'm still finding my footing. And um, just in case there is anyone unfamiliar with you listening to the podcast, can you talk about who Heather Monroe is a little bit? Oh, geez. <laughs> I'm so bad at this. Um, <laughs> I'm so bad at this kind of thing. Like, Oh, my bad. Tell me okay. about yourself. <laughs> she has sprayed. I've seen her spray someone with a water bottle yeah, before. I carry a water bottle around at Championship Wrestling from Hollywood to train people. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it w- my favorite. And it wears a fur coat. <laughs> I wear a fur coat. Yeah. So does your water um, bottle. So I think bottle. very yeah. highly of myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very sassy. So what was the dynamic with you and Darwin? Um, he's a nerd. Yeah. So. He's a nerd. And I kind of mm-hmm, preyed on his um, niceness mm-hmm. in the, that match um, to get the upper hand on him, which I'm very smart. Yes. So I I can do that a lot of the time. It's wily. Um, yeah. Sassy. Sassy and wild. Sassy and wild. Um, I also really enjoy that match. Um, you watch that on YouTube. Yes, yes. you can. Google. <laughs> on the Santino Bros YouTube, yes. you can watch a lot of stuff. A lot of the matches. Um, I actually recently found out I could watch Bar off of my um, Shimmer account. <laughs> my yeah. Rise Ascent account covers, I guess, them mm. too. Oh, it's all on the same network, huh? I guess. I didn't know this, and I'm like, wow, I've wasted so much time. <laughs> um, so if you have that, you can also watch uh, yeah. some of Heather's matches, and you should watch the one against my boyfriend, Tyler Bateman, because <laughs> um, it was a master class in how to be a heel. And I loved it. <laughs> so you're a murderino. Is that the phrase? Yes. Um, for any, I don't know how you could be listening to this and not know that there's a podcast all about like murdering and shit. My favorite murder. Yes. That's the one they had a show and that's how I spent my Halloween. <laughs> you looked so grumpy. I was so miserable. <laughs> Me and my friends. So I brought my friend Caitlin and then, uh, Laura James and her friend. And we were like right up front because um, Georgia's husband, Vince, is a big fan of wrestling. Mm. So he um, got us tickets to the show and we were like freaking out. Like we were like, oh, where's our seats? And we're like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, oh, Georgia's mom is literally in the row ahead of us. And we were like, ah! <laughs> like fangirling so hard, like loving it. So much fun. And then we passed by you guys and you guys <laughs> look so grumpy. I was mesa rebel. Um, yeah, that's just me. I don't uh, I don't actually like listening to podcasts <laughs> i've mentioned it before irony oh, i love yeah, podcasts fun fun fact i love to be on podcasts love them um but did you enjoy that episode i did enjoy that episode they don't like to talk about heavy shit at live episodes i was wondering um so they didn't do any crazy murders because they don't they think of how the room might be if they talk about something super heavy so they're like, oh, we'll talk about something that's like a little bit more lighthearted, like um, sa- satanic panic Ooh, kind right. of stuff. Yeah. So I had felt disappointed as well in that because I was like, OK, I can at least learn something cool. Um, and no one like was murdered. <laughs> <laughs> but they had Josh Mankiewicz on. Yeah, that was pretty Dateline, cool. And I he's my favorite Dateline interviewer, which is so weird to say, but I like he's my favorite. It so was I was so excited to see really him. really cool to hear him say that he listened to their podcast. That was a, that was a really awesome moment. Yeah. To find out like other like people you consider you know, podcasts are still kind of like a new medium. Mm-hmm. 
And to hear people from the old medium admit that they are listening to podcasts and, and enjoying podcasts, I think was kind of a cool moment. Yeah. And I also believe that was the largest live audience for a podcast. And it's really cool that it was two women who made that happen. Shout out. Yeah. They had 7,000 people, I think it was. Ooh. Yeah. It, it was big. I was micro, in there. The like, Microsoft dang. Theater. Yeah. They it's filled crazy. the entire Microsoft Theater. And our boy, uh, Tamara and I used to work with, Stephen Ray Morris, oh, who yeah. has the Percast. Yes. Percast. That my dear sweet son Bailey has been on. Yeah. Um, he walked out and to hear all these people cheer for him. And I was like, oh my God, I know him. <laughs> I they love Steven. I know him. Steven. They oh really God. did. Steven. They love the old Steven. Steven. Steven is kids. The last time I was at the Microsoft Theater, I saw a 90s uh, concert that had SWV and um, a bunch. Yeah. It was a, they, those broads sound so <laughs> good still. I was so impressed. Their weaves were really nice. Mm. I was all into it. And they also had Jodeci. Mm. And you know what? Even though the two of them were crackers, they still sound good. <laughs> and... <laughs> Anyways, uh, I we that was I had a similar thing because I went with a friend whose husband got her the tickets for her birthday, mm-hmm. Virginia. And so as we're walking to our seats, we're like, oh, oh do, do, do closer and closer and closer and closer. We're in like the fourth row of the actual seats behind the thing. We're like, we're so close. They're right there. I can see their actual faces. <laughs> I can see your actual <laughs> face. You don't have to look at the screen yeah, the whole time. Unlike us, we were we were in like row fourteen or something. Um, so, what advice would you have for any woman wanting to become a pro wrestler? Um, I think you just have to go for it. Like, that's pretty much the only thing that I can say is just go for it. Find a good school, get yourself ready in shape, and just go for it. Um. Like I told you on your first day in Victoria and um, the other girls that were there, I, w- I said, you guys are going to have to work a lot harder than the boys because everyone's going to be a lot harder on you no matter what. They expect more from women for because the business is hard on women. So you just have to be thick skinned. You got to be prepared to put in like 150 percent, even when the dudes around you are only putting in 50 and you're going to have to just push harder. And I, I remember, um, so something that happens at Santino Bros, and which uh, from what I've seen happens at every wrestling school, is you're called to the ring to do something. And there are people who run immediately and try to get in first and try to be the first people to go. And then there are other people who, like me, are like, oh, God, this is terrifying. I should go last. Oh, no, no, I shouldn't go last because then I'll be the last one everyone looks at. I should go in the middle. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Heather like pulled us aside and was like, you should be the first to the ring. Mm-hmm. Um, and she gave us girls a pep talk. Um, and my first time going through it, the other girls aren't, uh, didn't actually, um, you know, they, they aren't still wrestling training or anything, but I, I clearly remember that moment where you pulled us out and you were like, you need to step up and you need to show that you're just as tough as the guys. Uh, so that was very impactful in my career. So thank you. <laughs> my, uh, my burgeoning career. <laughs> is there a part of, of the, the fitness prep that you think people underestimate? You know, like something they should focus on even more than like they think they should. Oh, yeah. People I don't know why people think that they can just come to training without having done any type of working out before Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because it's really, really hard. And what I did to get ready was doing a lot of sprints and a lot of um, stop and go type stuff, line Mm -hmm. jumps, um, like sprints back and forth, like that kind of stuff, because that's the type of stuff you're going to be doing in a ring. Mm -hmm. So, um I would say, yeah, a lot of sprints and stop and go. Uh, make sure you can do at least 25 to 50 push-ups mm-hmm. um, and really prepare yourself because that's the stuff that, that you do in the beginning that's going to make you think you can't do it. Mm. So getting yourself ready. And you got to do the push-ups or you can't do your up and overs. It's all, <laughs> it's all ties together. Yeah, I learned that. Um, so we're going to move on to talking about TLC, table, ladders, and chairs. 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 There's a lot of chairs. Just one table. Yes. Letter. Yes. Chair. Mm-hmm. I think we should rename the show. Yes. Um, my so my overall favorite moment happened in the very beginning of the show. Um, our truth and Carmela come out doing their rap, mm-hmm. and the audience, <laughs> the 
they had to keep cutting away from people because it would be like someone dancing, but then directly next to that person dancing would be someone staring in confusion and disbelief just with their mouth open, like, or someone yawning. Like, (laughs) that's the thing I notice now, having like done more TV stuff, just noticing where the camera people are trying to, you know, find the action. Yeah. It was like they had to keep cutting away because apparently Carmel and R Truth are very polarizing. Yeah, I don't. I guess just I I find our tooth to be quite entertaining, just delightful. Yeah. But there are people just like what? What is <laughs> what? what? I was crying, laughing. I actually almost called you at the moment it was happening. Good, yes. Um, so, so send your gifts of all those audience <laughs> reactions to us. So send me especially the polite disinterest. Yes, I wrote utter confusion from one young man. Mm-hmm. Um. I continue to love her stupid, stupid gear. Yeah. Why is it so good? It really is. I hate it. And she's so good at like shrieking and making you want to punch her. Yeah. She's she a really great heel. She does. Mm-hmm. I So I was talking with a, another wrestler who I won't call out because I judge him very harshly now by how this conversation went. Oh. But he was like, wow, you really seem to dislike Carmella. And was like mad at me <laughs> for saying Sir. about, you know, her tan where she looked like she got dipped in chocolate and yeah, was yeah. Sasha Banks for a little bit. Yes. It seems to be cooling out a little. There was a lot of bronzer. Right. Too much. Just absorbing into too much her, the very fiber of her beating. And then you're going to come out with our truth from rap and you think I don't see the pattern, Carmella? You know, just because she upgraded to actual black dude doesn't mean <laughs> you get to do There's all nothing WWE business. loves more than... No, there's one thing the WWE loves more than a dancing black person, and that is a white person <laughs> acting, <laughs> acting black. like a black yes, person. Yes, yes, 100%. <laughs> so, it's true. You know, it's damn true. Um, also in that, it made me think that Alicia and Jinder really needed to work on their entrance because there is some bonger music playing. Alicia, I could see from the little bit she was doing that she can, she can dance a little bit mm-hmm. to that. Why don't they have some pageantry? They practically ignored her. I think it's because their vibe is supposed to be a lot less harmonious. So that if they do the unified entrance, you know what I mean? Yeah, they fight back and forth. That's kind of their thing. He is too damn tall for her to just be in the back. Think of how tall she is. Yeah. He's really freaking tall because she's freaking tall. Yes. She's He's, so tall. He's ginormous. Yeah. He's, he's a, a large, large, muscular man. Um, I There's a moment in this match where... Um, a hat is exchanged. And um, I believe our truth silently said, I am the captain now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he's hilarious. He really he is. Really is. Our truth is what I of can't the wait most... for him to enter the women's Royal Rumble at 30. <laughs> yes. You know, he's going to try sure it. going to happen. Uh, They're going to both come out at the same time. Uh, and then, That'd be interesting if they did that and then somebody else comes out as regular 30 in the, in the Rumble. That would make me really happy that would, because yes. that's what my question is going to be like, what does this do to the Royal Rumble? We won't have that. Who's going to be number 30 emotion. I think they've done stuff like this before though. And it's not surprising. The thing that I worry about is like, obviously our truth is not going to win. Yeah. Carmela, they've done stuff like that with her before. So it wouldn't be that surprising if she won, but like, you know, for sure. Number 30 is not going to win in the men's rumble now. For sure. Though, if they were, you know, they went on raw talking about, Oh, we're going to do things so different now. Everything's so different. Being uh, different would be letting our truth winning the rumble. Our truth who has literal like clothing logos emblazoned and tattoos on his body. But I, I did <laughs> want to just mention, we've mentioned before, but in case you missed that episode, our truth is hella underrated. Yes, he is. That man is too old to he's just 50. be moving. Like yes. he's 50. He's fit. What? Five. Oh, look at him. He looks, looks great. <laughs> looks great. Can move. It's amazing. He did this crazy, like, the spin kicky flip yeah thing? like i was like how are you what are you what why? are you what why why? <laughs> why how do you how are you how it was great it was really great so we're gonna continue the when gold dust and r-truth were working together and it's like look at these two old mans putting yeah. y'all to shames <laughs> step your game up um my final between. note about this match unless you guys have more to say mm-hmm. is that renee young said bless their hearts about the sing brothers <laughs> And you know. <laughs> yeah. I will say, you know what? Shout out to the Singh brothers for getting over in their position where they were supposed to be the week before and not letting, I think it was Bailey die from a rope dive because they were doing a thing over here and then they're like, oh shit. And then they just like slid over real fast to catch her. So she, you know, again, wouldn't die. So, you know, but they could wrestle. I know they're they were the Bollywood dudes. bros. They, they got a chance to 
I don't know if people actually watch the Mix Mask Challenge. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, I want to, and but it's like on Facebook, right? Yeah, but it's it's fun. I think they well, maybe be- I've only seen it on Facebook in passing. But yeah. this the Singh brothers got to show a lot of personality with the stuff that Jinder and and Alicia were doing, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that's why I like those those matches because people actually like look like they're just popping each other yeah, and yeah. like they're having a good time. So it's enjoyable to watch. Yeah. Right. That's why it's like Tumblr came to life is the mix match challenge. Like it's, it's more fun. It's like a house show where they actually exactly. get to be more enjoyable and fun mm-hmm. and not just like we have been programmed they, to entertain you. They have to be creative because of the rules, the rules. of a, a yeah. mix match tag. And they get extra stuff tag. to do since like, I don't think the original plan was supposed to be Jinder and Alicia and R-Truth and Carmella. Like, no, I they think there were the injuries best, and most stuff. Fun. Yeah. But they were the most fun to watch. They were the most fun to watch. And I think that once everybody started getting hurt, they were just like, all right, well, cool. Let's just make it random. Yeah. And I think that was probably the best way for it to go. Yeah. So any last thoughts on the opener? Um, Clearly to warm the crowd up. <laughs> They, they got real warm. They did. They warmed right on up. Right. Um, oh, wait. One last side note. Um, I felt really, I know it's all a work, but I felt really bad about them taking their trip to Connecticut Oh, because I know that's a WWE just saving their damn money and not sending anywhere somewhere. And I want to start a hashtag, send Carmella to the Bahamas. Right. But that's like such an R-Truth thing to do. It, it really is. It's it so is. Funny. And at the end where she's just like, she made that face you make in the cartoons where you're like, all our truth <laughs> Pretty adorable. They need their own cartoon. Um, so we had a triple threat for the Raw tag titles, which, I mean, three of the best tag teams, so it was going to be awesome no matter yeah. what. Sheamus and Cesaro, the Usos, and New Day. Um, my main thought to myself was, damn, I'd be real mad at how hard Sheamus hits people yeah. if he didn't also hit himself just yeah. as hard <laughs> yeah. as he hits other people. You you can see all them lines on his very, very pale flesh when he <laughs> beats his chest. Like, and you're let like, let me oh. bang the drums. And I'm like, dang, ease up on yourself. You only get one body, Seamus. <laughs> yeah. I, every time you bend somebody back for that, I'm like, oh, <laughs> like, I'm like, oh no. I did. A- I think I asked Xavier Woods once who like is, has the most heavy hand in the WWE. And he said, Seamus. <laughs> he looks like it. He looks yeah. like it's just big meaty fists. Like it's just, I think he has that style where I think Daniel Bryan said it before too, that they just like to beat the shit out of each other. Mm. And it's like that kind of style where that's how they want to work is, Actual fucking meeting each other. I mean, that makes sense. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I had a nitpick as a manager. I'll tell him. I'll tell him. I can tell him all kinds of things. (laughs) Dear Seamus, first of all, my friend wants to talk to you. Is Cesaro around? But can I holler? Can can I holler? Bring your friend. Yeah, bring your friend. (laughs) We can Um, double this up. Blah, blah, blah. Double date. Um, podcast, I mean. What? Yes, double oh, podcast. Oh, yes, if you date. like Cesaro, he was on our two episodes ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, we I interviewed him, so go check out that past episode if you missed it. I have a slight nitpick as a manager. Mm. Uh, for the finish, uh, for anyone who didn't see I don't know why you're listening to this if you didn't see it, but um, <laughs> Xavier got distracted and then turned around into a kick, um, I think from Seamus. I'm 90% sure. Pretty sure he's- Um, But Big E is in the frame. Biggie watches Xavier getting attacked on the outside, does nothing. No, even like his reaction is just like, not even an, oh no, it looked like he was daydreaming. <laughs> and then he kind of just watches Xavier turn around and eat a kick. And that really bothered me because I'm like, if you're not supposed, if you're not supposed to interfere, make sure you're not like in the frame sure. of that. So no one's thinking about it or look and be pointing at the ref and him like, wait, wait, don't you see that? And then, you you can always look at the kick coming and be like, oh no! And instead, Biggie was looking like, I wonder if any of those pancakes are left. <laughs> he he might have had a dislodged pancake in a singlet because you know he keeps them down there. So, so one of them might have shifted, and he might have been like, where I don't. We've got a big. We've got an injury to report. <laughs> Biggie's got a dislocated <laughs> pancake. <laughs> At will At in his will. body. Just try, maybe he's trying to like do a little like a very slight body movement to try and like <laughs> it plinko it down. You know, it would have done it at the beginning when he he did his splits. Mm. That's probably where it got lost. That's a big man to just be doing splits. Yeah, it's a big old man. It's a big old um, man. But that was a great match. Of course, they always. I mean, those teams eh, kind of can't do any wrong. Yeah, it's why they can't get away from each other. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't like, know how to quit. Yeah, you. I don't know how to quit yeah. you. They can't just put someone else into the. I think it's just been the three of them for a year at least, mm-hmm. maybe a little bit more. Um, but they always have such great mass- matches, so it's a little hard to be annoyed by it. Right. And it's also, I think, difficult to even say which one is 
the best of those three. Yeah. You know, like oh, who, you, usually you have like the team you feel deserves to be the champions, and then you have the team who you feel like should fight them forever. Yeah. And in this case, there's there's three at least. At least. Yeah. I mean, that's ignoring plenty of other good tag teams, so it's kind of almost too much of a good thing. It is. It's like all of their tag teams are concentrated there, even to the detriment of Raw. Mm. 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 Um. So. The next segment, I haven't, as we've mentioned several times, I haven't been watching Raw anymore. I, I got real bored and sick of it, and mm. I was like, mm. Rightly so, it's boring. Yeah, it's, and I've heard from other people the same thing, so I know it's not just me being, nope. like, going through a phase or something. I deleted a straight whole month of them straight. Just, <laughs> just didn't even watch. I was like, I don't, I don't care. And I've been watching a lot of indie wrestling and stuff, so, you know, i got a lot going on, but for some reason, just sitting through three hours of something I don't enjoy didn't really seem to be my thing. Mm. So I'm watching this next segment and I'm like, what in Sam hell is going on? Why are these people friends? What is happening? Did he need to take his shirt off? Yes. What was <laughs> always. <laughs> All right. So did he need to take his did. shirt they off? All, they always do. Um, so this, this was a culmination of this uh, Baron Corbin as this dick ass bitch. Uh, be, you know, uh, temporary manager, right? Mm -hmm. Interim, yeah, so, yeah, 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 interim manager. So he's been doing stuff like inserting himself into title shots and then losing, <laughs> and then like, you know, messing with people and doing all this kind of stuff. So, uh, what they did was, since Braun was hurt, they turned this into a a, a uh, comeuppance. So basically everybody that came out to the ring to beat the crap out of him like a pinata had been people that he, he'd been fucking with recently. So that is a great uh, solution to a problem. Um, mm -hmm. And they repeated it on Raw yesterday. <laughs> Which is why. <laughs> I don't, but, it, but this time with Kurt Angle, it was only four of them. It was Kurt Angle, Apollo, and uh, Rode. Oh, and, uh, speaking uh, of Kurt Angle. Yes. When he came out, it was basically doing what I do to get my cat to go where I want it to go, <laughs> but with a steel chair. I was it's scream like, laughing. Nope, <laughs> you get back at, you <laughs> get back <laughs> on that <laughs> ring. <laughs> and you know what? And I love Kurt Angle so much. I just want him to stop wrestling because because he's still very muscular and very squat, but you can tell he, he fucked up his his knees. You can tell. Yeah, the way and, he stands. Yeah, and 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 it makes me. I just want to be like Papa Angle, please. <laughs> I wrote right. I wrote Pop Pop down a few times. Yeah. Like, yeah. Down Pop Pop. Yeah. Um, I I also haven't really been watching much for Raw. Like I had to a couple of times, but I um. I think Baron Corbin was doing a really good job in his Absolutely. role. Like yeah, for sure. that's the thing that sucks about it. Cause the whole, I don't think a lot of people were very happy with the angle in general, but it really gave him a chance to like show what he was capable mm -hmm. of, I think. Um, and he's re he was really good at the role. Yeah. Um, I just think they could have probably done a little bit more creative stuff with it. For me, the problem was less about him in that. Like I thought that was a great use of him. It was more about all the other stuff they've been doing. Right. So like him randomly inserting himself in a match and then being like, haha, just kidding. It's, it's, you know, no, no, uh, disqualification or whatever. That is perfectly great heel work. I, that's fine. But like seeing Braun and Roman and Brock for the 15th time in yeah. two days, you know what I mean? Right. Like that was the stuff that was like a big, yeah, I agree completely. I did enjoy it when, when I watched everything that was happening with Baron. Cause we, on this podcast, we have a history of hating Baron Corbin. We do. Um, Not a fan of him as a lone wolf. Yes, no. the lone wolf yes. was terrible. <laughs> but as soon as he cut his hair, which we had been telling him to do, yes. and we know he listens to this yeah. podcast. Yes, Hi, Baron. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for listening to us. You're a real great dude, Baron. But when he finally did it, we loved all that weird stuff they were yeah. doing with him. You know, like definitely not our problem. And I hope no one blames yeah. him. And I think they kind of hinted on the Monday Night Raw that they don't, they must not really blame him. By yeah. what the McMahon family said. We yeah. won't get all into that because no. the show's about TLC. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but like, you know, Baron with a shaved head wrestling like he manages a Bennigan's. Yeah, I love that he was wrestling in the suit. Yeah, I like it. Like full commitment. Listen, you're supposed to wear your flair. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm gonna have to take you out to the ring and we're gonna have to discuss it with chairs. With mm -hmm. chairs. So I had wrote goodbye, Constable Corbin, rest in peace, but then he had a match like the next day. Yeah. So I was like, oh no, never mind. <laughs> he lived. <laughs> he lived mostly. Again. Uh, he's only mostly dead. Ruby Riot versus Natty. Okay, so, this is a weird thing. I feel like they did all the right things, like getting me to have stakes in this match, even though there's no championship belt. Um, having like the heel be very heelish and having the the babyface have something to fight for. But something about this whole thing fell flat for me personally. Heather, did did you watch this match? No. no. Okay. <laughs> I did watch the GIF of uh, Liv 
taking the table, which yeah. looked perfect. Yeah. It did, except I keep looking at her hand <laughs> because it looks like she slapped the table with her hand, which as someone who has slapped a table with my hand before, it stings yeah. really bad. And that's all I can focus on. Like the timing was so good on it. And it like was like a legitimate surprise, I think. Yes. So, yeah, I think everybody going through the table in that match that all those spots were worked well. Um, and I think that the ending of like building the the drama of like, oh, who's going to go through the Ruby Riot table? That was that was solidly done for that like you know thirty second or whatever. Did they have the the um, Jim the Anvil Nightheart table out there? Yes, they did. And then at the end, Natty pulled out a table with the ruby on it, and I I kind of thought that was weird too. Yeah. And like some of the things the commentary team were saying, like, oh, she's torturing Ruby Riot. It's the it's the announcing team. That's yeah. why we didn't like it. That might really be That's, why I didn't like it. Yeah, they didn't seem to know the story they were supposed to be telling because the story is supposed to be that Natty has been treated terribly and tortured and mentally yes. by Ruby Riot for like two months. So yeah. when Natty shows her fire in return, that shouldn't be said in heelish terms. Yeah, that should be said in like righteous anger terms mm-hmm. and it wasn't so you you may be right that yeah. might be why i didn't enjoy the match because on much. average i felt like i enjoyed the raw matches less than the smackdown matches and that probably is it because i think half the time i would get distracted by like renee what are you talking about Corey, what are you talking about who's supposed to be the face heel here who's supposed to be the heel here what are, how are we michael cole is the only person who knows was like as on on uh, consistent in what he's saying. Right. I mean, Corey's pretty solid because he always like he's the heel announcer, and it's mm-hmm. always pretty easy to do whatever. But like every once in a while, they just go down this thing where it's like contradictory, predicting right. the the storylines that they've been telling, and it just feels very confused. And I don't know why they're doing it. Or they'll go off and like I like Renee Young. Um, I do too, but I did feel this was a very weak day for her on commentary because she kind of kept going off on things that didn't feel super important. To the match and it's like I'm trying to watch the match I don't yeah. need to hear that this is a very big night for her you know like <laughs> yeah, we yeah. moved past yeah. that in the first few minutes and it know? feels like they give her a lot of the exposition yeah and and she'll go through the exposition without paying attention to what's happening in the match right. which is not entirely her that fault might be part of a training thing yeah. that they're doing give her the easiest part you know to work on and get more comfortable maybe but like I also think that they could have give they could give her whatever it is that's scripted in smaller bites because it's like especially b- based on some of the matches like there'll be a thing where there's a spot about to come that's that you can tell something big is happening and she's going into this exposition but Michael Cole can't right. do my, his reactions right. or Corey can't do the reactions because they're trying to get through the or exposition. Michael Cole does do his reaction o- over just Renee cuts her off. yeah 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 <laughs> which is also got awkward. hashtag yeah hashtag <laughs> over Renee yeah. um. I, although, so I wrote initially, I was like, maybe it's because this feels a little fake. But then I listened to the sounds of Natty's strikes on Ruby and I thought, well, maybe she needed this. <laughs> maybe Natty needed to get this out of her yeah. system because she was, uh, yeah, I one of those just Br- sounded right in the jaw. Ruby was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, brutal Nat- Natty is the best Natty. That's I she I, can work harder with or like hit probably hit a little bit harder with. Ruby Riot too. Agree. Yeah. yeah, for sure. That's probably why they've been doing this yeah. this whole time. Because right. I think like who else is on the roster that's like from that sort of indie like probably well, Ember, but she's not on the same show, right? She's on Spotify. No, they're on the no, same show. They but they're, they're both faces. Make, they're both faces. Yeah. Oh, okay. Asuka. Uh Smackdown. Yeah. Um yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Ruby's like, I'll go through some tables with Yeah, that. I don't yeah. give a fuck. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> Love lace. What? Um, so yeah, that match I think did every hit all the notes it needed to hit. And I think they were very careful with each other too. And, and, you know, the, everyone broke their tables. I would just, they, like did. To- <laughs> they did break their tables. Uh, That's always the concern with, with women, smaller right? people, just yeah. smaller people in general going through tables, like yeah. having the body mass yeah. and like momentum to go through it. Like I'll never forget. Liv Morgan is tiny. Right. She is. Yeah. She broke a table though. She did perfectly in half. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll never Weird. forget watching. Yeah. Mm. I'll never forget watching Charlotte try to throw Sasha over and over again. As I could see Sasha being like, Oh, you're good. Yep. <laughs> like you're not breaking this table, Sasha. She's such a, a just rugged rag doll, Sasha. <laughs> I respect her so much, but also I fear her for her life all the time. <laughs> The way she just flings around. (laughs) Yep. Yep. Um, Break that table. Break it. Drew versus Balor. And I have something very important to announce to the podcast. Sure. I get it. Yay. I get get the Drew thing now. I I do. 
He uh, also a tall, muscular human. Yeah. Oh, oh my! Yeah. There were several uh. moments where <laughs> he like wrapped his hands around Finn's throat and leaned all close to him, and I was like, "Oh." <laughs> 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 Uh, at the viewing party I was at, uh, un- just unbidden out of my mouth at one point, when they were in the corner, I was like, spit in his mouth. And I was like, what? <laughs> it's just, that's it not was, even a thing I'm into. And yet, it was just very aggressive and yeah. naked and sweaty and hot. And I, I don't normally feel that way about those sorts of men. Um, but I, I get it. I get yeah, it now. Thank you. I appreciate it. Welcome. So, hello, everyone. I'm here. Uh, I liked that this match used both wrestlers' strengths really well. Yeah. Drew as being this aggressive, big, mean guy, and Finn with his ability to fire up like pretty much nobody's business. Mm-hmm. This match made it in heaven for me. Yeah, no, it was, I thought they it was one of the better worked uh, matches of the night, and I feel like it's nice to be able to see Finn excel, in a, in, especially yes. in a pay-per-view, because he hasn't really had as much chances right. lately. And uh, I appreciated them both being uh, oily and in trunks. <laughs> yes. Um, at one point, uh, Drew yelled, you're pathetic. And I was just like, <sighs> everything about this. Um, but one of my favorite things yelled in the match was not yelled by them. Very loudly in the crowd, you could hear someone yelling, go back to impact. <laughs> just full of anger and vitriol, some oldish man. <laughs> so mad about it. Um, and I love that. I love when WWE can still get us so in our feelings. So we're not even being rational. We're not being marks. We're busy watching the match. And <laughs> Go back to Impact. I hate you. Stop hurting Finn. I mean, that's beautiful. Um, beautiful, precious Finn. I, although I will say one thing. And it, there was a lot of referee discretion involved in that chair and Dolph Ziggler, boy. Yeah, there was. Man. Okay, this is another thing that's been bothering me a lot lately. Okay, so I get that refs are like, whatever. They're just part of a storyline. They don't technically have any real authority or whatever. But they also very much rely on refs having authority and being and being like the end-all be-all. So like, there's been a lot of things where I'm like, you should have disqualified this person for the thing they just did, but somehow you're not. Right. That's been happening in Daniel Bryan's matches. Mm-hmm. It's been happening with a couple other places. And then also there's the sort of... So Daniel Bryant won the title, then went on the show the next week and was like, I low blow to AJ Styles. And it's like, shouldn't you, if the refs have any like real power, shouldn't they be like, hey, we're going to take the, the thing off? Of right. You? Or at least be consistent. Like yeah. in some matches, if you pick up a chair and walk to the ring, they're just like, no, they no, just qualify you. Yeah. But in, and but then in like this one, you can literally get all the way in. And he's like, please don't hit. Like, <laughs> that's all I want. If we're going to have the refs be kind of weaker and let the wrestlers mm-hmm. do their things, that's cool. But then you can't on the same shows sometimes have someone else grab a chair and it's like automatic disqualification. Unless they make a bigger deal about who the refs are. And so it's kind of like college football. Like if you watch college football, especially in the Pac-12, you know certain ref crews and who's going to like, oh shit, we got glasses ref. Oh, this is going to be terrible. Like you you actually get to know who some of these refs are based on like shitty calls or whatever. So if you had certain refs that were like more lenient, then that way you can have that work into the storyline. Right. We have that in the indie scene out here. We Mm. have an evil ref who sometimes wears white pants and um, (laughs) he is not evil everywhere. That's the funniest part. Sometimes he's just normal, (laughs) but he'll still get yelled at by some of the like people in the crowd who watch him. I hate you, Justin. (laughs) It's like he's being a normal ref. He's not wearing his white pants. He's wearing Um, his black pants. But I I do agree with you. I think that would also make me feel a lot better if we know like the senior. So every once in a while they'll say that the senior official, you know, Mm -hmm. make matches seem more important. If we did have refs where we could be like, well, you know, they're newer, this or that. Like I I would like that. Like the one uh, black ball guy is very much like, he's definitely like the take no shit dude. Cause Mm -hmm. he's like, no, no, you can't do that. Like he'll walk up to them and be like, oh, grab the, you're not supposed to take that in there. You can't go get out of here. Sasha, get out of the corner. Like he's, stop it. Yes. yes. (laughs) Disciplining dad ref that, you know. Meanwhile, I do, I do notice a little bit of personality. There's like a really clean shaven, um, not clean shaven. What's the word I'm looking for? Metrosexual ref. Mm who always like with his eyebrows just on point every mm-hmm. time who always cradles the women's heads very gently when he's checking on them. And it's always this moment of like, my baby, you okay? <laughs> there baby? was a new ref. Yes. 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 And I've never seen him before in my life. And then he has like a beard and he's like, I'm like, who are you, rugged ref? Like, where did you come from? 
Just randomly. I've never seen an NXT. Yeah. Like, I wish, I wish, I wish we had a video so you yes. could see Heather just turned to us suddenly with this I just accusatory <laughs> pointing finger. <laughs> I just rough. remembered Rugged Rap. Oh my gosh. I was like, where'd you come from? Where are you? Tell me your name. <laughs> Hashtag Rugged Rap. Rugged Rap. Someone yeah. find the Rugged Rap for us. Give us these answers. Um, uh, there's a, a com, uh, one of the announcers. I think he's the French announcer, Ray Rouge, something like that. Ray Rosas. He, he not Ray Rosas. Wait, I feel like Rajo sounds French. Listen, anyway, he be having the best ties on the show. And <laughs> good ties. I just want to point out this time it was like some purple clouds and shit. Mm-hmm. It was beautiful. And also, again, shout out to the Mexican announcers who are the fastest men <laughs> in the building. <laughs> Because anytime anything even remotely happens near them, they are ghosts. It is so impressive. And folks at they home, always have to have their table gone through. Yeah, right. absolutely. <laughs> because because the U.S. announcers are fast enough. That's why yeah. they know they're going to be able to get clear. Like people sitting at home one day, I want you to try leaping over a barrier. Just yeah, try it. Just it's try it. not as easy as they make it look. <laughs> no, they're smooth and stealthy. This nimble ass grandpa just whoop right over the top. You ain't going to get me. You ain't going to get me, sucker. Um, so Ray Mysterio and Randy Orton had a match. And normally y'all on this podcast know we're not huge Randy Orton fans. We yep. feel like he's never, um, he doesn't sell as much or act as interested in the matches. His as we eyes feel. are dead. His eyes are dead. He has no butt, but he has an amazing body and an ugly face. <laughs> yeah. I don't um, think he's ugly. Uh, Heather. <laughs> oh, Heather. He's not, well, okay, he's not ugly. Compared to his body, he's real ugly. He's a no, butterface. No, no, no. Yes, yes. Yeah. We <laughs> could talk butterfaces, and that he's not one of them. Who's, who's a butterface? I'm not then? going to say. <laughs> we can talk. Face. We can't talk. Yeah, we, we can talk. Uh, we we'll, can we'll talk, talk later. Because uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have one example in my head that is not a WWE person. <laughs> oh, dump, dump, dump. Okay, we'll talk about this afterwards. Yes, we, we will. Uh, bookmark. But, I'll try and think of someone, though. <laughs> <laughs> but we, we, we haven't always been big. Um, Randy fans, but I personally thought this was a great match. Um, and I was really into how into uh, the match Randy Orton was. Randy Orton was taking a bump like it was 2003. He was <laughs> actually doing it. He was actually into it. He was selling stuff. I was I was like, look, you know, if Randy did that all the time, I'd be less harsh on him. I, he loves his Ray Ray. I was he about does. to say, I, Randy Orton likes uh, wrestling yep. Ray Mysterio. He likes it. He enjoys it. And mm-hmm. when he's enjoying himself, he gives such a better performance. He's a really fucking good performer when right. he wants to when be. When he wants to be. <laughs> um, also, I made a note because, I'm again, as you've heard all this stuff, I'm not normally into Randy Orton, but he walked out looking at each and every chair like he was going to fuck the brains out of that chair. <laughs> oh, hey, chair, what's hey, up chair. with you? Hey, he, he had the predator walk, mm-hmm. the look, the eye. He was licking his lips. I was like, oh, oh, leave those <laughs> chairs alone. Randy, they came here to work. <laughs> Jesus. This is this is this is their day job, Randy. You're not supposed to hit on <laughs> them here. Randy, uh, HR um, <laughs> commentary team quote of the match: "Like a wounded animal in the clutches of this predator." It's all of mine. It was it's all of mine. Also, Ray Mysterio boogie boarded a chair. He did. Movie. That was I the saw greatest. That and that looked perfect. <laughs> and he landed perfect. Perfectly. Perfect. He's. The, he's just so fucking he's good. He's so good. How do you know? Like, you know he didn't practice that. No, he he's absolutely did not. Yeah, no, he, he was just, just like, like oh, I'm pretty sure I could do this. Yeah. Hey, you know what would be great right now? If I just sled it on top of it. <laughs> <laughs> just just going to do this right now. Let's do this. Um, yeah. So I wrote trying to fuck the chairs and boogie boards. Yeah. Uh, I also enjoyed that it was a roll up win. Yeah. I love when, when they change things up. Yeah. Just same. Same, just, same, whoop, same. Took it over. Um, Nia Jax versus Ronda Rousey. Holy shit, it was a good match. <laughs> and like, holy shit in that like, it looked, it was, for I think maybe the best match that Ronda's looked, even though she looked real scared doing that top spot. <laughs> she was, she whispered she was, to herself. She was like, oh God. <laughs> she, like, she, I, 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 she almost crossed herself before she did that jump. I would have. <laughs> but Ronda, I mean, uh, uh, Naya caught her perfectly. It looked like they actually practiced is what it, like, like they actually worked together. I could see that. Yeah. She's, because, you know, Rhonda's so new. Mm-hmm. Um, she probably would want to practice something like that, I would guess. Yeah. yeah. Um, now, what you just did is something that the commentary team did the entire match. Mm. Kept switching up their names. And mm. I thought it was so interesting and strange. They because, look the exact same. Right? Saying? 100%. Like, where, where is this coming from? Their names don't sound similar. And it's, it's a very weird mistake yeah. for them to make, but they made it several they times. Did. I think it's like a weird, like... 
you're looking at one and thinking about the other situation. Because when I said that, I was thinking of the other one. But right. you know what I mean? Like maybe that was a thing. Right. Or what is it about? These maybe two? it's like their energy is very kind of intertwined, similar, perhaps, maybe. Um, They've got I'm going to take vibe. a moment to roast oh. some people. Yeah, roast them. Mm. Nia's gear be wiling the fuck out. Who put <laughs> that jingle jangle on her belly button? On her belly button. Ah! she did i know she did (laughs) but here's the thing that shit's gonna fall off while you're wrestling and you know what it did it fell the fuck off while they were wrestling i don't even know when it went away but it was gone she i just what i did enjoy that the girls were out yes no no the the titties look great yeah titties was was popping i enjoyed that but everything else i was just like what in the she's had better looks she has definitely um Rhonda's makeup this time holy shit well you know she's been getting so much shit but you know what i didn't i don't hate her black swan look because i think it's a look i would hate it less if it stayed on that's that is true if it stayed on and if it looked it matched her gear more it doesn't it doesn't coordinate like if you did the the shorts where it had maybe some like that's true swanish business yeah, happening on it her true. gear overall bothers me because this time i was like oh i love those shorts yeah but here we go again with a top that doesn't really match also her constantly having to adjust everything because it's not wrestling gear here's the thing she gotta she got get that, that that i don't think she wears any nylons or anything um, no because she, she's not used to doing that with mma yeah. but also she's brand freaking new yes mm. so everyone when they first start doesn't know what the fuck they're doing sure, with their sure. gear so she's like probably gonna look at it for a year from now and be like, boy oh boy, mm. mistakes were made. <laughs> Should have done something different there. Well, she's probably she's probably still finding herself, and they probably right. wanted her to look as MMA as possible. Right, that's what it right. looks like to me is that she's trying to be very MMA, but like, god damn it, could you just match the colors? That's all I. W- <laughs> okay, anyway, I will also say though, while I think her makeup didn't look as bad as normal, it looked like. I, she walked out and I was like why does she look so young mm-hmm. and I realized it's because that's how I did my makeup when I was young mm. like the actual like using the bright eye and the red li- like it was uh, that was kind of yeah. interesting to me because again I'm like who is doing yeah. your makeup is and, it you and I would have and, and I know they can't really do it because I guess Sarah Logan's kind of doing it but I would have it would make more sense if she just had the black bar mm. across than if they if than the swan thing yeah or like you said match yeah. it with her gear match and then her it, gear, it could be all forgivable i just want to stay on there's indie girls who wrestle and men who wrestle in yeah. makeup type stuff and have gotten it to stay on longer so yeah, they have makeup ask. artists right yeah that's what i'm saying <laughs> like are you do you, are the are the wwe people not doing her makeup yeah i mean i don't know i, mean, I think they are yeah, they'd have to be i so. don't think they are they, i really don't i think she either has an enemy on the glam squad <laughs> or they're not she's not letting them do it You've crossed me for the last time, Rhonda. <laughs> like she has her own personal photographer. She could feasibly have her own personal anything. Yeah. You know? I don't yeah, think true. she cares enough about makeup to do that. Yeah. I, I don't care about makeup. You don't see me just being like, you know what I'm going to do? <laughs> I'm going to put a bruise across Black my eyes. Um, her braids were also so tight that every time she Ooh. got grabbed by the hair, which happened a lot, I winced. As someone who's had tight braids, I can't be like, ah, ah, yeah. ah. I have braids currently on that I did myself because I didn't want to, oh, did those I did, I didn't want to, I, because I didn't want to go to somebody <laughs> and not be able to blink for a week <laughs> because <laughs> that should be tight. And, and that's you know, how tight her braids were. Yeah, it was. And that's why I was like, oh, oh. At least um, one time when she got grabbed, her reaction looked like a real reaction. I wanted to run <laughs> up like, to ah. her with some hair grease and just, just get all up in there <laughs> just so, so it could get some relief. <laughs> you a hot towel in this grease <laughs> i wish i could see well, they had to have been brand new yes yeah they, they, were, they were they were very fresh yeah. super fresh oh, uh, yeah that was, too much scalp too much that scalp. hurt me more than the moves 100 <laughs> uh, but yeah speaking of the moves loved it i thought there were so many fun moves mm-hmm. this was a solid story they told it it was engaging interesting yeah uh, tamina you had one job though like okay your hair got pulled get out of there or look at the person or yeah. do so and instead with the when she got let go she kind of just stayed there with her head bent like you're gonna grab my hair again and then Rhonda's so new she was like oh should i grab it again yeah, yeah. tamina you had one spot i think that they should have banned tamina from the side because i don't think they really plan to do anything interesting but with then her. you got that great visual at the very end true where she's staring at her and kissing naya's i did love when hand. she kissed her hand and yeah threw no, it that down. was pretty that was sick as fuck that yeah but they could have done something better with the rest they need of to get hand. a shirt where it's her holding the hand kissing it and frowning and just says sick as fuck <laughs> <laughs> wear that shirt 
sick as fuck. Sick as fuck. All right. Um, let's see. What else? Oh, can we talk about Becky Lynch? Keep my name out of your move. <laughs> yeah, no, that was They solid. were like, let's squash this storyline right now yeah. and move keep on. My name, keep, keep my name out of keep my name out of your move. <laughs> I tried to write it out. She said it so I could move. Moose. It was that was great. Great. Yeah. I loved no. it. No. No. Um and then Tamina came running up all late. Where were you, Tamina? She should have come running up with a sandwich in her hand or something to be like, this is why it was late, you know? So a slice oh, sorry, of I was in catering. Or just like have a Coca-Cola in her. In her Two hand. coffees, like, oh no. <laughs> like, oh, I was just grabbing was, coffee. What happened? I was trying to help. Just something where she didn't have to say anything, but you could know why she wasn't, wasn't there. there. Yeah, you yeah. left together. <laughs> where did you go? Or zipping her pants up real quick. Like, oh, I had to run to the bath. Something. Come on, <laughs> creative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tie up these loose ends. <laughs> these are the things people care they about. They really do. <laughs> you know, there's five year olds like laying in bed, their mom's kissing them, putting the blanket around. They're like, but mama, where was Tamina? <laughs> <laughs> she was supposed to she was supposed to be there um daniel bryan's dreams kicked aj styles in the balls yeah that's good i want that to be the suck it of today's middle schoolers mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i want that to be like a, fr a phrase they're not supposed to say that they say to each other when they're <laughs> my, my dreams, dreams kicked, kicked you, you in the, the balls. balls yeah no it's i was expecting another low blow honestly but i'm glad that they're not continuing it's because i don't want aj's a uh, whole Thing now is to be I'm kicked in the balls. Say, literally you know? just did it with Shinsuke. Yeah, exactly. Like just constantly getting. I was like, what does AJ have with like low blow? He loves them. Clearly, he's like, you know what move I like taking? <laughs> <laughs> hey, could you could you get just the slow blow? Hey, good. he's probably making that money though. That's true. <laughs> like, Do you get extra money if you get low blowed? Is that what happens? <laughs> uh, no, but you get an easier ride. <laughs> it's, uh, it's probably not as bad as a lot of the other moves. I, it's just interesting. Well, that kind of goes with my favorite line that Daniel said. I think it was the last. Is he trying week? to get birth control for free? Maybe. He's got four kids. He and does. Like, Maybe this is, he, he does believe the earth is flat, so he's got to be, a, you know, real religious a certain way. Xavier Woods tweeted, um, what's something people do that makes you feel like you can't trust them? That's like a, a red flag. And someone responded, um, you know, stopping themselves from cussing when they don't have to, like saying frick. And then Xavier Woods responded by tagging AJ Styles. Huh? <laughs> He's uh, a good Christian boy. So good. Right? Yep. I imagine, but me and, you know, my boyfriend always joke about is like, oh, come on over, squirt. Let me get your grape soda. Maybe a, a Fanta. You seem like you're having a bad day, pal. Just pops come it over open. and talk about it. Oh, frick. I broke my nail on this can. <laughs> Paul 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 um the other thing so Daniel Bryant so uh, uh it was he was on commentary during a thing and someone was like oh what would you say oh, I think it was Corey was like what would you say to your daughter if he saw that and she was he was like I hope my daughter uh kicks a thousand guys in this ball thousands of men in the balls <laughs> and I was like that's the best that I needed on a shirt yeah. that's the most supportive dad thing I've ever heard in my best life best dad best dad uh the match was good but also i kind of found myself zoning out a little i zoned out so much in this match i i don't know why i know they're both amazing wrestlers yeah, it was weird i'm not sure i could see them holding back a little bit for maybe um future maybe maybe matches. maybe um because i don't know like uh, and i it, it makes sense with both of their styles what they were doing nothing didn't make sense mm -hmm. but i just kept tuning back in and being like oh this match is still happening um and i don't know why i um, kind of felt the same way with uh dean and seth like yes <laughs> yeah i just some of it i just was zoning out for and i don't know why maybe it's because just a long ass pay-per-view uh, and that i honestly i was like it's been uh, I was like, okay, this is probably like the second to last match. And I looked at the time and it was still an hour left of the show. And so I did think that, that maybe when you don't have like a, a group of people watching with you to kind of keep you up and keep mm -hmm. you active and engaged in what's happening, the pay-per-views can be really brutal to try and just get through in one go. Yeah, yeah. Because, um, yeah, I, I know on paper that's a good match. And no one said, whoa, they had the worst match of their life. So I know it's, you know, it's clearly me. Um, also, we need something to yell instead of yes for those kicks now. Yeah. What do you think people should yell? Balls. Fickle. Oh. Mm, <laughs> Fickle and balls. Fickle balls. Fickle balls. Fickle ball. No, that doesn't flow, guys. Fickle balls. Fickle, Fickle, Fickle balls. balls. Fickle balls. Fickle balls. Fickle balls. Um, my new fruit. <laughs> 
I mean, it is, it is, it does hang. <laughs> At one point, um, it seemed like they were talking more than I'm used to seeing WWE wrestlers talking. They the were ring. talking a lot. Yeah. I found that interesting. Um, I wonder if one of them got a little rocked or something. Because mm, there possible. was even a moment where I noticed them kind of talking a lot, and um, it looked like uh, Daniel Bryan was hesitating to do something mm. um, or like there might've been a slight miscommunication. So I, it was just an interesting little note for me because you know, it's something in the Indies people are, a lot of people are just talking the whole time. Yeah. Um, but I don't, I definitely see it way less on WWE. Well, I think Brian, like he likes to hit harder. He does. So it's possible, especially with someone like AJ, he felt probably like he could go all out. <laughs> yeah. And AJ silly. was, I mean, he was in Japan for a while, so he's yeah. getting that work. He he had the welts immediately. Yeah, on his titties. Yeah, he did. Yep, he did. Oh yeah, those slaps were <laughs> real, <laughs> real. My real, fa- real. my favorite thing that he does now is the like hold the hand, just fucking kicks. Yeah, no, like, that's kick the head. Like, yeah, it's good. It's so nasty. And it looks. Those are the kind of things where, as a fan, when you're watching, you're like. Okay, I know wrestling is fake, but mm-hmm. how? Why? Yeah. How? How yeah. is this fake? Why don't? And sometimes, ow. guys, the it, answer is it's, it's kind of not. <laughs> it's not. He's We're legitimately just really, doing that. Just really tough. Um. So yeah, that was solid, and I like that Dean Ambrose had big Zangief energy. Oh yeah. With his shirt, the shirtlessness, and the way his hair is combed and the fur, I just feel like he's Zangief from Street Fighter. He definitely now. is giving me I'm a Russian from Triple X yeah. vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to Triple X, a movie, yeah, ridiculous and glorious, the best um, ever. I was surprised. <laughs> I knew Seth was going to lose because he didn't have fancy gear. He just had all black. He seemed tired. <laughs> I don't also like I you look tired. You look tired today. You don't have your fancy gear on. Yeah. You're not even wearing your your did, chainmail pants. Did you get your juice box before? What's did that? you have your orange slices? Um oh, I want some orange slices. <laughs> I love orange. Okay, orange sorry. slices are great. Um digression. Uh yeah, I mean it was overall good match. They did have good moments of like, you know, emotion and shit and I, I don't know. I don't, I did zone out a little bit. Yeah, I would like to try I rewatching just, it. Yeah, you know, like basically rewatching the last three matches yeah, after not having watched right. two and a half thousand hours of yes. wrestling straight before that. Um, because right after that was the women main eventing triple threat match. I will say I was perfectly awake for that one <laughs> because I was so excited. Um, this match and then a couple other like I didn't expect Ray to win and I didn't expect um, I didn't. Well, I wasn't. I didn't. I wasn't sure about Dean and Seth. I didn't mm-hmm. know how that was going to go, but I was. Shocked and delighted that Oscar won. Yes. Shocked and delighted because they have fucked her over for about a year now <laughs> and she deserves another title and I'm glad she has it. Um, I also feel poor Charlotte because two table spots in which the tables did not break properly. <laughs> and uh, that first one in the corner, uh, she that really hurt the very bottom of the table underneath where the stand is broke mm-hmm. no other part of the table broke mm-hmm. and then when becky did the splash onto the announce table uh it did not break immediately it so she got two amp- impacts of it it was the immediate splash and then the break mm-hmm. and i was like and i was just then i just was like and then and i think uh oscar's leg got caught in part of the table that flew off so i'm just like just bodies just bodies there. everyone's dead <laughs> Death bodies everywhere and dismemberment but it was i mean it was brutal and man those kendo stick like oscar going to town with the kendo stick was just real satisfying i i felt bad for all of them because mm-hmm. they all got fucked up in some capacity but it's a great match yeah yeah i think um like we were talking about earlier the not breaking the table thing mm-hmm. um when becky did the leg drop to charlotte and literally landed her whole yeah, but onto her ribs, and then when Charlotte did the senton onto yeah. Becky and landed her whole body yep. on her ribs, I was like, "Are they worried about missing the table yeah. or <laughs> like yeah, yeah, yeah. what's going on here?" Because those were brutal. It was a leg drop. I don't know why I keep calling it a splash, uh, because I just call everything from top rope a splash. Yeah. And that's not what it is. But also the the um, the spear. Uh, uh, Charlotte spearing Oscar into the side. That looked so good, but it didn't yeah. go back all the way. Yep. Yeah, Every, I was like, "Why isn't anything breaking?" <laughs> yeah, but it came out. I thought the the camera work on that was really awesome. It was they, good. Yeah, it was such a surprise, and it looked so brutal. Yeah. Like the angle that they got on it, and they those girls just destroyed each other. Like yep. they knew what they needed to do. They they delivered, and I'm really really happy they weren't like this historic yeah. blah, 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 <laughs> historic history history history, mm-hmm. and it's like. Okay, now we can actually just have the women in the main event, right. and no one says, no one says anything, anything yeah. about it. And it's yeah. just like, oh, this is expected. These are 
women in the main event. And I did appreciate, like, because we kind of all knew it was going to be Charlotte and or Becky and Ronda at Mania somehow. So having Asuka win because Ronda came and fucked everybody else over, solid. That's a good story move. You know, it puts some stakes to it, you know. And, um, yeah, I'm, a, I'm, I'm happy that Asuka, my delightful rainbow princess yes. <laughs> of pain. And um, Triple H did a tweet about it, too. Yes. Like, it was never about a streak. And I was just like, oh, <laughs> pop, pop. <laughs> Proud <laughs> wrestling dad. Everybody's a dad today. Yeah. <laughs> Proud wrestling dad Hunter is the best He's Hunter. I like cried almost any time he came out and hugged somebody at the Mae Young Classic. Yeah. <laughs> big dad energy. Big dad energy. Because he has he has little girls. So that's I all he know. has. And they want to be wrestlers. And their mama's like, of course. Hunter's like, I will shape this entire company for you. Well, they've they've done studies that show that a men with only daughters become more feminist. Oh, <laughs> I love that. It's Go almost have some like girls. when it matters to them, they care. I know. I can't fuck this. I guess I have to get to, <laughs> I have to know it. Yeah, I guess, I guess I have to support it in general. But you have thoughts? What the hell? What? Why didn't anyone tell me? Wait, you're a whole person? <laughs> oh, like a human. whole ass human? A human? Human. 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 <laughs> uh, sorry. Times. I'm sorry, but not sorry, man. Yeah. All right. Well, any other thoughts do we have? No, I think it was it was long. It um, was, but it was. I, I think that um, it wasn't bad. No, it was <laughs> overall enjoyable. Overall enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we won't really get into what happened on um, Monday and Tuesday, except yeah. to say that what? Yeah. <laughs> what, yeah. What? What? I I'm waiting to see how this unfolds before oh. I have judgments. And then shout out to Buddy Murphy and Cedric Alexander who are always doing stellar work, and that was a great yes. match. Yes. Yes. Um, they. The cruiserweights always put on a great, they, they really do. great match. Well, listen, the inclusion of Mustafa and more stuff, I think, suggests that they're, they're gonna, finally starting to get it, that yeah. they needed to be integrated. I mean, like slight side note, but um, there are like companies that don't get that where they're like, oh, we have this one famous person, but they've gotten too famous. So we're going to hire these other people to work. And you guys are expected to like them as much as you like this famous person who started the company. OK, well, to do that, you need them to interact with that person a yeah. lot until that you feel like they're on that level. But a lot of places don't. And yeah. two of five is that. Here's all these great superstars, but they never interact with the people you already care about, so you don't care about them. Yeah. It's 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 the spin-off show. You yes. know what I mean? Like not everybody watches the spin-off show hey. when it runs concurrently you with the main show. You need to have cameos. Yep. Okay. Them crossovers. Work so with guys, worlds. We okay, want to know what you guys thought about TLC. Yes. Um please tweet us at women wrestling F. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, if you like what you heard, please promote the heck out of us. Remember to give us that rating on iTunes or help us pay for things. Give us that money. Money, 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 money. 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 I couldn't hit the high note because I'm a little sick. I, I got it mostly. Thank, yeah, you did. Okay, Thank you. I'm I appreciate sick it. too. I know. I'm all of us. Uh, all of us. Sarah. Are. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. We had a girls' night and it was like drinking and Scarface and pizza. And it we was did watch Scarface. Could, we did. It was like, oh, what did you do on your girls' night? We got drunk. We slammed disgusting pizza into our mouths and we watched Scarface. Like, As what? you should. We are thugs. Mm. Uh, Heather, where can people find you? Because you are a delight. Mm, thank you. It's Heather is me on Instagram and Twitter, and then Heather Monroe on Facebook. Excellent. Uh, you can find me on the tweets and the Instagrams at Misfits Tamara. And I have a new thing. Um, we now have official WoW accounts. So Ooh. I'd love it if you could follow, I believe it's Razor underscore WoW. Because I fucked up. It's supposed to be wow underscore razor. But you know, you girl, a little dyslexic <laughs> sometimes, I guess. This is what happens. So, razor underscore wow. Uh, give me a follow. And I'm following everybody back right now. So, this is a good chance for you to get followed by get me. Get in early. It is, get up wow, in there. it is wow razor. Oh, thank God. Wow <laughs> underscore razor. Right. Okay, good. See, okay, good. So, follow come, that. Come with them fast. Whichever. Type, it, type in both. Um, and uh, I'll be taking over the wow superheroes accounts on saturday Ooh, so you guys should take tune over in and then my normal stuff is sarah the rebel with an h is god in the bible intended as intended and we will see you in 2019 have a good happy holiday and yeah remember get us a birthday present by donating on ko-fi because oh, we need please it we need the money us. please help, help us. <laughs> <laughs> all right y'all see ya bye, bye.